idea for a character or a movie, someone who, instead of getting sunburned, they get moonburned. So they're not so much allergic to darkness as it's really actually just the moon. They can't really be outside. They cannot let the moon strike their skin. Or maybe they, maybe they get burned. Maybe they, I don't know, melt. Any number of things. But it's, it's the complete opposite of the sun. Today is April 23rd, 2019, and I've been looking through Anchor FM. If any of you have Anchor FM, check out some of these new additions that they put on here. You could totally check out the analytics, where <clears throat> the listeners are coming from, what devices they're listening to them on, uh, and you can break down the listeners specifically to what region they're from. So I went down here to the least amount of listeners that we got here on Inspirato Projecto. I went all the way down here. Jamaica. There's someone in Jamaica. So I click on that. Someone in Jamaica. I have their home address. I got their phone number. It says here uh, what time they go to work. Uh, what time they pick up their post? I guess that's mail. Snail mail, maybe? Uh, how many children they have? Yeah, okay. Uh, how many animals they have? I can't believe how detailed these analytics are. Wow, how many bicycles they own and or are borrowing? That one's, they, that one's a little unclear, but... Oh, okay. Looks like the father is a jogger. He likes to jog. The mother is a painter. Hmm. Doesn't say what the kids do. This is their dog. Rufus is an award-winning canine frisbee championship trickster. That's pretty cool. I always like those kinds of things. The dog, you know, where the guy, he throws his frisbee and the dog jumps off his back or something crazy like that. Dog does some backflip. Catches it. Canine catching the frisbee in the canines. So this right here, Manchester. This person here is in Manchester, Jamaica. So you who are listening, you out there in Manchester, Jamaica... I want to let you know, thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. However you ended up coming across this, I'm going to point out some cool stuff about, about your uh, fine place. So, it appears you guys uh, have the sixth, what is this? They got three, you guys got three wonderful mountain ranges. You have the Carpenter's Mountains, the Mayday Mountains, and the Don Figuerero Mountains. That's really cool. Also, it looks like there's a lot of underground passages. Interesting. Limestone underground passages. Sinkholes and caves. This is crazy. One called Gory Cave near Christiana is the longest of over 100 caves in the parish. So there's, there's, there are hundreds of these. Smoky Hole Cave, Cross Keys. You listener who is from Jamaica, Manchester, Jamaica, have you ever been to the Cross Keys Cave? Let me know. Call me, 562-271-9179. That is, whoops. Uh, five six one two five six one two zero three. That's it. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine. Call that phone number. Leave a message on there. I'll include you on the next podcast. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine. Or give that a call. Also, looks like there's a huge cultivation of crops in there. A lot of banani, <laughs> banani, bananies, coffas, coffas, bananies, pimentos, ginger. So that's a sign that I need to go get ginger. My buddy, uh, Mike Shalee, who you heard in the last podcast, he knows a lot about nutrition as well as the Anunnaki. 
UFOs, all kinds of inter interesting stuff. You want to know about the 9-11? He knows all about it. This guy told me today to get some ginger and some distilled water. So once I go through that jug, lay off the distilled water for you know at least another month or so. It's very powerful stuff. So I'm going to ozonate the, the uh, distilled water, take some ginger. I think I'll blend it up, make a little, little mixture. And uh, drink it on down. So these guys have a lot of ginger. Oranges, grapefruit. This is really inc incredible. You who live out there in Manchester, Jamaica, your here are some of your television channels. ZQI TV, or they call it TVJ. Channel 13. Spur Tree. One simply called Jamaica, Hype TV, CVM, NCU Television, Channel 118, Flow. So if you know anybody who works at any of those television stations, tell them that the time will come where I will, I will be doing an Inspirato Projecto video. Uh, you know, kind of like how Joe Rogan does. He, he's got some cameras there in the studio. I was doing that for a while with Periscope, and uh, when we had Roxanne Knaus from Daggers Magazine, when she was in there, she broadcasted live on Instagram. Oh, also, also, the Mayans, when we had those Mayans, those guys are awesome. Uh, Jose Federico and... On, uh, Aya, Aya, those guys, those guys were in the studio, and they uh, broadcasted on Instagram. So, if you happen to know anybody who works at these television stations, let them know. Soon we will have, we'll have Inspirato Projecto Television rocking and rolling, and perhaps we can uh, put that out there. These are some of the local high schools. Maybe you go to this high school. Spread the word about Inspirato Projecto. You go to any of these high schools, let them know. Winston Jones High, Manchester High School, Mount St. Joseph Catholic High School, Christina High School, Bishop Gibson High School. Now remember, Christina High School, I have a feeling that's close to those caves that we just talked about. Heck, maybe they have a spelunking class at Christina High School. Maybe they, they, uh, they break out those headlamps and the uh, pickaxes. They get their repelling gear. Bishop Gibson High School, we got Belair, Belair High School, Descartes College, Holmwood Technical High School, Mayday High School, Porus High School, Kruskies High School, Beaumont Comprehensive College High School, and Belfield High School. These are a couple of the notable uh, tertiary institutions, Northern Car Caribbean University, NCU, uh, which used to be called West Indies College. The Church Teachers College, Mandeville, and the Catholic College. We also have other institutions called the Regents College of the Caribbean and also the Bethel Bible College. These are some of the notable people from Manchester, Jamaica. Donovan Bailey, Anastasia Baker, Kimoy Campbell, Nesta Carter, Alexander Worth Worthy Clerk, Cecile, musician. Charmaine Crooks, Paul R. Cunningham, General Degree. Is that interesting? General Degree. What a, what a cool name. He's a DJ, General Degree. Heavy D. Remember that guy? Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? I remember Nathan Grant used to blast that in his car. He had a big boat of a car, and he had this little switch on his car. They go, it would go all the way up, and then you'd turn it off and go, it was like this awesome, it was great. We'd listen to that, and he'd swerve around those corners, man. Such a such a cool car. This might be a good time to bring up a time that has to do with Nathan's big uh, boat of a car. Another, let's just say that was probably a, a seed planted in my brain, the boat of a car, that I would one day be involved with a, a, a boat-themed musical experience. So he would take his own separate car to work. I would take my car to work. I'd drive my brother. And on this and 
on this particular day, uh, well, I was going right after school, right after school, I was going to go to the uh, DMV and get a new license because I'd lost my license. I didn't know what the heck happened to it. And I thought, okay, I got to get this thing. So one more, that morning on our way to high school, my brother and I, Josh and I, uh, we decide, Nathan doesn't realize this, but Nathan lives right across the street. He gets into his big car. No doubt blasting, now that we found love, what are we going to do? This is in Carroll, Carroll Stream, Illinois. And Nathan took off for school, and Josh and I go, okay, let's beat Nathan. Let's beat him. He doesn't know. So he went one way towards school. You could go multiple different ways towards high, to high school. And we, uh, Josh and I took these side streets, and it wound down the street. The one we took, it went up the hill, down a hill, past Thunderbird, down a hill, down a hill, down a hill. Pass up the street that takes you to where the park district was, down the hill, swooping around. And then you come to a sort of a cul-de-sac. It's kind of a turn in the road, but it's kind of a cul-de-sac slightly. In that cul-de-sac is a gravel road that's just wide enough for, a, you know, it's a bike path really. But security, the park district, you know, sometimes the police can drive on this road. Um And it rained the night before, and Josh and I are driving kind of fast, at least faster than you should be on this little dirt thing. And it winds and and it goes through. And the whole idea is that it winds through the park district, but it links up with another street that has sort of a cul-de-sac on it. So it links up. It's a it's a cool connection for the kids who you know, let's say they got a friend who lives over on that side on that side. Instead of taking the street all the way around. They could just take this little this little shortcut. And the shortcut, in a sense, goes between two ponds or lakes, I guess. I guess man-made lakes that they had, uh, or pond, I don't know, that they had on the on the property of this park district. Now, the park district, when I say that, it's the park district. It's like one of those places you go there, you could sign up for archery lessons, for soccer. In fact, I had soccer uh, way back when, when I was 12, 13, 11, 12, 13, I was taking soccer out there. And uh, we took archery, Josh and I, and that's over where the sled hill was, which we got stories for that too. So this dirt path, you know, you're not supposed to drive on it. You're really not supposed to drive on it. I think there's even a sign that says no, that says uh, no, no cars except authorized vehicles. And the joke started probably a month prior. We had gotten these things at the uh, general, they called the Taste of Carroll Stream, and it was, uh, they would have this carnival, the Windy City Carnival that would come through and they'd set up and, you know, these people would come through and they would always do all the carnivals that were in the area. And some of the local kids were getting jobs over there, which was awesome. And during that time, you know, you have those things where you throw the dart at the balloon or, or you got to pop it. Maybe there's a BB gun and there's only a certain amount of BBs in there, but you got to take out the star. You know, it's a paper. If you can knock out the full star, you get a um, stuffed animal or something. So one of the prizes was like a junior policeman badge. It was a junior policeman badge. So the three of us happened, my, my buddy, Sean Dudley, my, uh, my buddy Phil Donnellan and I, and I think Steve Rineker, we did the junior policeman. We called it the junior policeman path. And if you, if you rode on it, you would, you know, you were considered a junior policeman. And I think my buddy had, a, one of them had a few of these and he would hand them out to us. So the whole plan was, you know, normally this is, I'm giving you a flashback here. Normally what happened was in the nighttime, you do this, you do this in the nighttime and you drive along it slowly and you'd go through this thing. And I think it was a long path too. I think that, that was not the only thing just, just across from the one cul-de-sac to the other. I think it also had a connecting dirt road that went around the park district and linked up somewhere else near the entrance of the real thing because there's a big parking lot and everything so i had that in my mind and i told my brother i said okay you know what we're gonna take the junior policeman path we're gonna take it so it had rained the night before i'm flash forwarding now to the moment the moment where where it all went awry and we were riding along that path driving my Datsun. was it Nissan Sentra, I had that at the time. The Datsun was long gone. I called her Bessie. Rusty uh, stick shift that my cousin Kelly gave me and had no clutch. So I saved up, had my job at Wendy's, saved up, made money to get that clutch, had it fixed. One of Josh's friends, Matt Bernhardt, he fixed it right there in the front yard. And uh, there she was, old Bessie. 
and I drove her into the ground. I drove her, oh, man, just crazy. I would take, go off-roading, all kinds of stuff. We'd jump train tracks like Dukes of Hazard. It was crazy. Those are all kinds of stories that we can go into at a later date. So this morning, the night after it rained, Josh and I are taking a junior policeman bath. We're listening to Public Enemy. Yeah, Chuck, what, what a brother know. Yeah, bass, hello, can you go? Death bro. Death Row, what, 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 what a brother know. Public Enemy, number one. So, we're, we're, yeah, Chuck. Oh, yeah, Flav. And we're, we're talking like Chuck D and Flavor Flavs. We're driving. My, my Nissan Sentra, we're driving. And there's a puddle in the middle of this gravel road that's windy and it's, you know, snaking its way through. And I decide I'm gonna turn right. And okay, so the so the okay, so there. Let me set this up for you. So imagine we just came from the cul-de-sac. You know, we we're making quite headway. You know, we're driving probably 30, 35 miles an hour. You're not supposed to be driving that fast on this thing. We're going. At least it feels that fast. Driving, driving. Here's a puddle in the middle of the thing. Now, the path goes in between those two ponds. There were two ponds. They end up connecting to each other somehow, some way through the park district. But on the left was a pond, which was deeper. It had more of a sort of a cliff, <laughs> more of a drop-off. And the one on the right was a shorter drop-off. And I turn onto the grass because I figured if I go through this puddle, I'm going to splash, I'm going to swerve, I'm going to fall in one of the ponds. So I decide to go around the 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 puddle i turn the wheel to the right i turn it back left the car continues to go towards the pond and i'm and i'm hitting the brake but the grass is slippery because it rained the night before and the grass is slippery and we're and josh is like oh damn chuck and i'm going oh hills no flave <laughs> something to that effect oh no flave we're losing control here and uh the car is moving towards the pond, and I'm putting the brake on, and I'm turning the wheel, and the car's not moving back onto the gravel road. If we moved back onto that gravel road, all would be all would be well. It probably would have been better in hindsight just splashing through that puddle and just actually just slowing down. There's a novel idea, slowing down. <laughs> slowing down remember in the back of our brains we're thinking we're gonna we're gonna race nathan to school we're gonna race him to school today we're gonna beat him so all of a sudden the car goes and it goes and it goes kersploosh and the right side of the car that's where josh was sitting dude we realized the the, the fear of this thing and remember this car could have gone upside down we could have died that day this thing went nose first, passenger side of of the of the car. Nose first, plunge, and all of a sudden, water starts coming in. And I'm like, uh oh! And it's one of those things where, luckily, the top part of the car was still kind of leaning against the. Um, it wasn't deep enough, you know. Maybe it was like three feet deep, four feet deep, maybe. Um. And so I open up my door and I'm getting out and I'm reaching down I'm lifting up Josh and the door goes conk and it, and it conks him in the head and I'm like oh damn it and I pull it back open and we pull him out we get out of the car and the car is just there and I'm like oh shoot and we decide okay let's call Nathan's dad because Nathan's dad Gary had an auto body shop and he almost always had a tow truck in the front yard now remember that was right across the street that's where Nathan came from our next-door neighbor or across-the-street neighbor. And, oh, and behind Nathan's house was the cornfield. So that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. By the way, if you want to hear the cornfield stories, if you want to hear the stories of us driving around in the car, if you want to hear any of those stories, I mean, I swear it's like stand-by-me type stuff. It's so fun. Uh, 561-203-9179. 561-203-9179. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine er. That's the theme song. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine er. Go ahead, call up the phone number. 
leave your, you know, say, hey, I want to hear this. And, uh, and I'll tell you those stories. So the car is crunched and I just decided to go to a neighbor's, one of those people's houses. They had a two-story house. I just knocked on the door and I go, hi, miss. My brother and I were driving and we, we splashed into that puddle over there. She's like, oh my gosh. I said, can I please use your phone? I want to call my mom. So I call my mom and she leads us up to the second floor and I could see out the window. I can see our car from up in this window and I'm calling my mom from the phone and I could see our car smooch right there in the puddle. And I said, mom, call Gary, please call Gary, tell Gary, you know, our car is in the pond and, you know, tell him to bring the, the tow truck and we're going to try to, let's try to get the car out. So I think Gary showed up. I think Gary showed up because I didn't, I didn't want to call the cops. That's for sure. First of all, I didn't have any identification. Oh yeah. Yeah. First of all, I didn't have any identification. And second of all, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't want to get in big trouble for driving on this path. So I look out the window and I, Josh is yelling to me from down there, from the car. I told him to stay at the car. He's yelling at me. He's like, Kurt, come down here. Kurt, come in down here. Look what I found. And I'm, and I'm talking to my mom. I said, okay, mom, you know, I got to go. Josh is yelling at me. He sees something in the car. Hold on. I get, you know, maybe I put her on hold. I can't remember. But I told the lady, I go, I got to run down there. I'll be right back. I run out, I go down, Josh is like, look it, dude, your wallet. And I look through the window and, and floating in the water that's, that's you know, accumulating. Um, and it wasn't deep water. It was like water that was like, like, imagine like a, if you draw a diagonal line from like where the seat is, but it wasn't as high as the seat, but kind of like close to where the, like the padding of the seat would start, I guess on the middle part and diagonal like towards let's say the middle part of the car the like the the uh, where the clutch would be like a diagonal line that water down there that's where the water was and the the wallet was floating and i reached in there and i somehow got the wallet and i'm like well i guess i don't need to go get my driver's license after work to, you know after school today and i realized wow that's interesting and he, way back then i realized wow maybe you know like this accident was necessary in order for me to find my wallet isn't that funny it was probably caught under the front mat because the um, that's what we realized is that the wallet probably fell under the mat. I had like rubber mats um, for the feet, yeah. and uh, yeah. it was just insane seeing that wallet floating there. And uh, I ended up getting that wallet. I think Gary showed up with the car. Who are you talking to, Jen? Is that mom? I just scared Kurt with my face mask. Yeah, it's mom. She's doing well. Oh, look at the picture. Honey, I have face masks here. Why'd you have to do that? Hey, mom. Mom, real quick. I, I walk around the corner. Oh, my gosh. Ahoy, matey. Uh, mom, you know, Jenny Jenny looks like Phantom of the Opera with, with this, like, she's got her face, like, completely. She might as well have cucumbers over her eyes. It's like one of those kinds of things. It's so funny. I, I know, I, I know, him. mom. Oh, I'm so sorry to see uh, they. So they it it all it all turned out like well, huh? The way that the surgery was and everything. The surgery went well. We'll find out tomorrow when they take this off and examine it. Her, isn't that how, isn't that what Dr. Agach looked like? That is what Dr. Agach looked like. Yes, that's true. That's true. Maybe, hey, mom. Maybe if uh, if you. If you play your cards right, they'll give you uh, like a bionic eye, and then you can shoot lasers through it. <laughs> if you play your cards right. Yeah, because, you know, those residents, they act up a little bit. Maybe you could just give them a quick uh, bolt, little laser bolt. Oh, my God. Like a stun bolt yeah, a little stun bolt. Like, I said B-42. No, don't try to grab that caramel. Oh, my God. I said B-42. Don't you get greedy, Mr. Wilson. Well, Right, no fun size snicker for you. You know what's so funny, Josh? Actually, right now you're on my, I'm I'm recording my podcast after a brief hiatus, after a brief uh, what do they call them? Um, sabbatical. Uh, I was just talking to them right now, and I would love for you to fill in some of these details. And mom too was the uh, the car crashing into the pond. I was just relaying that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're on the podcast now. So I was relaying when we went through the through the junior policeman's um, gravel thing, and we 
and we're listening to Public Enemy. Oh, what a brother, no peace! How low can you go? And then all of a sudden, we try to get back on the path, and then the car just kept going straight and oh, splooshed right in there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was a rainy day, so the, the grass was really slick and muddy. And um, you, the funny thing was, we were on the path, and there was a big puddle in the middle of the path, so you swerved off onto the grass to avoid the puddle. And yes. And then you tried to swerve back onto the path. Yeah. Oh, my God. And slid, and slid off into the pond. <laughs> and, uh, what did you guys do? Like, what? Well, the car, the, the left side wheels were still hooked onto the shore line, uh-huh. but Yeah. Oh my god, he left like you a hatch. in there? I pulled him out, but I the door hit him in the head. So I was climbing out and he let the door go and it slammed down on oh, my head. Shit. Oh no. And then we went through a neighbor's uh, some person's house and Kurt was like, dude, I, I lost my wallet like like <gasps> a month ago and I haven't been able to find my wallet. I don't have my ID or my insurance or anything and Oh so my god. Well, we first, from inside, I asked the lady if I could use her phone, and I said, can I, pl-? I, I called mom, and I said, mom, can you get a hold of Gary Grant, because I knew there was a good chance he might be home, and he might have that tow truck in that, in his, parked in his driveway, and I thought Gary could have saved the day. But you didn't tell mom what happened, you just asked if Gary... Oh, no, no, we did <laughs> oh. tell mom, she was very worried. Yeah. Didn't you end up getting the car back too? What's that? Did, didn't you guys end up getting the car back too? For some reason, I remember. Yeah, the car came back. Oh yeah, the car. That was a newer car too. And it, it still worked after that. Oh yeah, sure. It just needed to dry out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember him getting the car back. I thought, and you I, got I just it remember. Back. I mean, that right away. It took. <laughs> I think they did. I think they did.
Wasn't that the place you're working in St. Charles? That the card place? Airport. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting ready for work, and you know when I got the call from uh, from Josh about the car, and I called work and said I'm going to be late, and you know I just said there there's been this you know the situation with my sons in the car. I didn't explain the whole thing. And I, you know, by the time I got to work, I mean, I was, I was very late, and but I was almost fired. Oh, my God. He probably thought yeah. you were making it up. He docked my pay. Um, he wouldn't let me stay, you know, later to make it up or anything. But, you know, gave me a warning. But in the meantime, Kurt and I were celebrities at Glenbar Oh, North. my gosh. I couldn't, I don't know how they Celebrities. Celebrities. <laughs> It was so crazy because I remember it starting out with us innocently wanting to race Nathan to school, but he had no idea that we were trying to race him to school. He went off, and then we went off the other direction, and we go, okay, we could shortcut it through the policeman, junior policeman path. We'll do it real fast, easy, simple. We'll beat him to school, and we're like, Jay, hey, Nathan, we beat you to school, but you didn't even realize you were in a race with us. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, because he had that big yellow Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah. Then, of course, since she took the, you know, illegal way uh, that nobody was supposed to be driving on, you got oh, some yeah. kind of a ticket. Oh, yeah, I got a citation. Yeah. But that was it. It was like a 50 Right. Ticket. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. You remember we were thinking, oh, my God, like, what, are we going to get oh, yeah. arrested? Is it going to be some well, massive, I think the tow you know, truck pay for it. Oh, yeah, so pay for the tow truck and the ticket. But, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we had driven on that path many times before that. Yeah, like, yeah. You did? And Dude, remember at nighttime we used to drive on that? Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Yeah. <laughs> we would initiate people to drive on the junior policeman's path, and then we'd, we'd deputize them as a junior policeman. And it was around the whole park. It wasn't just on that little... Right. <laughs> Yeah, somehow no one ever saw us, and we got we were able to get away with it. Dude, I remember, remember they had those park police there, and uh, oh yeah, I remember, I remember cops chasing us on it once. Oh my god! You turned off the lights, remember, dude? Oh, you're like, oh let's turn off the lights so they can't see us. Anymore. Oh my god! And and we got away that time, but so it was like a routine thing. It wasn't a big deal to drive on the Right. Like, oh. It was no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, sure, we drove your car on that path. Yeah. And we got, it's like we, and the funny thing is, like, if, if, if my wallet truly was lost for good, I would have been in deeper trouble because with the cops, they'd been, they would have been like, you know, let me see your license, let me see your ID, and I would have been like, I don't have it, I can't prove it, you know, what, are we going to jail now or what? Uh, but it was awesome that by the, by the, uh, by the lightning bolt of Zeus, uh, by the by Thor's hammer, somehow uh, that that wallet was right there floating in the murky in the murky uh, floorboards of the of the car. It had probably slipped like between the seats or something, you know. Oh yeah. And then uh, and then the water raised it up. That was that was crazy. Yeah. I was lucky. I didn't know that I raised. Yeah, it was a gangster move. <laughs> I, and that was the whole point of trying to get Gary so we wouldn't have any cops involved whatsoever. I mean, that was the big, you know, sweat in my palms over that one. Then they bring over that tow truck that looks like some kind of, like, like some comic book. It had, like, tentacles of some sort, like an arachnid. It had these big metal things that dug into the ground, and, and it was moving along. It, remember? The, cause the, the, because it was so muddy, because it was so wet, the gr- grass was wet, that big tow truck was going, and it was moving towards... The car is. It was trying to yank it out of the pond, and I was sitting there thinking, "Oh my God, this thing's going in, man! It's going right in." It, it put like those. It was like they were like stabilizing bars, right? That yeah. Shot it and uh, and they were stuck in the mud. And yeah, you're right, and that's exactly what happened. He, he as soon as he hit the winch, it started the winch. The yeah. Into the towards the car towards the water because he couldn't get traction in the mud, and then. Oh. Yeah. We had a little group, if I remember. There was a little group of people kind of surrounding, you know, whoever called up the cops on us. They, there was a little group of uh, some neighbors out there watching what was going on. One of them must have been, like, the parents of one of the kids we went to school with or something that, that had told. I, or maybe, 
shoot, I mean, yeah, how could it have gotten to school? How, how could it have gotten over there? I couldn't figure that out. Maybe some, like, Kufels or somebody were driving by and saw us, dude, you know? like Oh, that. oh, yeah. That's probably what it was, because we left early, you know, like, before the buses and stuff. Oh, we yeah. By and saw us. Man. Jeez. I mean, what a crazy... What a crazy story, and to know that that was the least, like, we didn't, I mean, no one got arrested, no one went to jail. I think they even asked us, like, are you, are, like, something like, I admitted to the fact that you're not supposed to leave on, drive on that road, like, you're, no one's supposed to drive on it. I admitted to that, but because it seemed like they asked me if I was supposed to drive on it or something, you know? I swear that you said I didn't realize we couldn't drive on it. Oh, that's probably what it was. Yeah, right. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, particularly at night. And then so for it to be in the day, we're like, ah, oh, it's a cakewalk. But we didn't realize it was more like a, a cake slide, you know. That's right. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. The junior policeman got away with it. I think it's probably because we were deputized, because we were junior policemen. That was probably part of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Some kind of award. Oh my God! Maybe they'll honor us at the Ross Ferraro Fountain someday. Posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll stand up there. They'll they'll pin some type of metal to our chest. Yeah, they'll play music that's perfectly synchronized to the fountain. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they should really commemorate it there. Maybe build a new fountain there. Yeah, put a fountain in its place, like in the shape of a, of a Nissan Sentra. Oh, I love it, dude. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's good. My future billionaire self is preparing those, you know, those uh, those ceremonies as we speak. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Mom's, mom's shutting it down. Uh-oh. Okay. Right. I love talking to you. Thank you so much for I'm glad you guys were talking. Love you. I love you, Mom. I love you, Josh. Feel better, Mom. Thank you. I'll text you when I land. Yeah. Jen, make sure you let us know. Uh, send a text when you get on the second flight so we know that, okay. that you're you know, on time and all that stuff. Okay. Okay, cool. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye. See you soon. See you real soon. And there you go. The story of of the car. Uh, so this was not necessarily an, an endorsement on uh, creating bad behavior. However, an endorsement on on <laughs> uh, living life. <laughs> And sharing memories with family. I think that's probably the biggest one. Share memories with family. Because no matter what happens to us, we can always look back on it later and laugh. We can always find a whole new perspective. Could be years down the line, could be weeks down the line. But all of a sudden, that light bulb goes off and you realize, hey, hey, that was a pretty, that was a pretty nifty situation that I lived uh, Man- uh, Manchester, Jamaica, thank you so much for listening. And, of course, everyone else. Each episode, I'd like to highlight a new new place. I'm going to start with all the places that have the least amount of listeners. And then I'll work my way, way up to the most. So it's going to go from, uh, you know, who knows. I might, I might even celebrate another, you know, each time, maybe two, two or three at a time. So there you go. Celebration of Manchester, Jamaica. And also uh, 
some reminiscing. How cool is that? Look at that. How cool is that? All right. We will uh, we'll most definitely provide you with some more programming between now and 10 minutes. 10 minutes more of eclectic programming on the Inspirado Projecto. Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Greetings, folks. Sources say that humans love meat and humans love clowns. So therefore, a combination of meat and clowns makes for an ideal mascot for basically anything under the sun. That's why our ever-present, almighty, dear, charismatic leader has authorized us to invoke the power of the meat clown to hawk some cheap product to you. And when we say cheap, we mean cheap. $30 will get you 100 one-inch buttons. That's right, button products, folks. The kind you put on your shirt to advertise your band, your brand, or your art. But that's not all. We also have 1.25-inch button products at $40 per 100. And let me tell you, that quarter of an inch makes a huge difference. And of course, there is a uh, big, lovable 3-inch buttons. We have 100 of those for only $70. Oh goodness. Deals, deals, deals. Buy now. Buy now. Buy now. We advertise this as urgent to catch your attention, but the reality of it is you can order anytime from www.meatclownbuttons.bigcartel.com. It's Meat Clown approved. Here's your fun fact. In the 1920s, the Hollywood sign was lit by thousands of light bulbs, and the guy who changed the burnt out ones lived in a little cabin near this sign. Stay tuned to Inspirado Projecto for more fun facts. Good day to you. How are you? Great, thank you. How's everything going for you today Good. so far? Yeah, I just uh, started actually like an hour and a half ago. Oh, cool. Do you have a set schedule, or do you uh, just kind of go whenever you want? Um, today I'm gonna play. I'm gonna work like till the evening, like around eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah some Uber drivers they they have uh, specific schedules, you know, and uh, others are just like you know what, whenever I feel like it, I'll do it. And uh, it's interesting to hear the different methods between oh, people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For me, it's more like uh, also money wise, I mm -hmm. would say. Yeah, I'm trying to make it uh, to get like the promotion. They have like promotions and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, what, are, what are the promotions? So the promotions, there is uh, two types of promotions. You have um, the quest promotion, which is uh, you have like four days. It's like twi uh, twice in a week. So you have four days and then another three days. Oh. Uh, to complete like, let's say, for an example, 60 trips, for you get an extra $100 or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, so, so you take those challenges. It's kind of like yeah. a video game. It sounds um, like it can be. Yeah, it's a it's dealing with yeah yeah in a way. Yeah, you can understand what you what you mean. Right, cause there's yeah. it seems like there are certain things yeah, to, to, yeah. to do to get the to get to get to, to get, get the more points. Money. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you have the what's called the conservative trips. Conservative trips, uh -huh. uh, which is like you complete three in a row in a, in a row in a specific time, like uh, let's say in the morning, uh, between like uh, six to nine, and then in the afternoon and the rush hours. So on each three that you complete every day and every time is different, but it's around like ten bucks, eight bucks. Also, oh, they give that extra to you. Yeah, if yeah. You do so that. if you complete, let's say, uh, three rides in a row without uh, declining any ride and without uh, going offline. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty so cool. Uh, yeah, it sounds fair. Like, yeah. Yeah. In the busy hours. So. Like so, short yeah. sprints, you know, just yeah. like okay, chip, let's see if we could get that one done. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. do they have a few of those throughout the throughout the day? Throughout the the week, uh, yeah, they, you have basically twice a day, and it changes by the day, it changes by the week. Oh, okay. Yeah, it always it always changes. Yeah. So how do they let you know? Do they send you a newsletter? Uh, do they send no, you text? No, you or? can see on the app, uh, see upcoming promotions, and you see what's uh, coming up basically. So oh, gotcha. you don't really have control over. Oh, so on the app itself, it'll show you what what 
what they're planning on yeah, doing with that. Yeah, eye exactly. Thing. So that's how you can plan uh, yourself, basically. Yeah. But, uh, so, so, well, I was going to ask you, what, what do you do outside of uh, Uber? Uh, what are I your do, hobbies and my, stuff? Uh, this is my main job. What do you like doing? Do you like painting, I, uh, drawing, uh, no, I do landscaping? Rock climbing. Oh my god, that's crazy! That's yeah, awesome. Rock what? climbing, and uh, I uh, didn't climb so much over here. I'm originally from Israel, so uh, most of my climbing uh, was over there. Basically. Wow, man! Yeah. So, what what's the highest uh, wall you've climbed? Uh, in feet, it's like uh, like maybe 1,200, 1,300 feet. Incredible! And, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was in Jordan. A place it's called Wadi Ram. Oh my gosh, yeah. man! Wow, I'm getting nervous just thinking about that. I get terrified of heights, you know, and I think like yeah. jumping out of an airplane or something. I think could possibly break that fear, you know, because I, it's like yeah. okay, you're making that amend. Like okay, right. we're gonna die today, or we don't die today, <laughs> right, <laughs> and right. you just go okay, I'm fine, I'm yeah. fine, whatever happens. Yeah, and uh, with something like that, that might break my fear of of of, of falling. I mean, how did did you ever have a fear of heights, or did um, you have to conquer so, that? Or? Um, so basically, uh, like what I'm gonna tell you might like hear different to some people maybe who are not afraid of heights, but I am uh, still afraid of heights. Uh, but I know how to use the equipment, basically. Incredible! Yeah, so, so you just really trust that equipment. Yeah, yeah. Like you can, uh, it's like it's like a car. Like that you know that you, if you buy a car and yeah. you press on the brakes, you press on the brakes, the car is gonna slow down. Right, right. So you know it has like a specific standards and uh, stuff like that. Man, and whenever I see like any any sort of rock climbing thing, either if it's just accidentally, you know, if I'm flipping through and there's it on a channel or on a movie or something, it, it looks some of those devices, man. It, it it it's astonishing to me to think that some of these little tiny things can get up there like this. What, dude? So this little tiny thing will hold you we'll in, in hold between you some rocks. Between, yeah. So this this little tiny one is thing, not dude. real, but I have real ones that are tiny. That That's are like a half an inch. That, that thing. Yeah, no, there's ones that are like I mean, this in the is size crazy. of the charger. Dude. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Wow, man, that's 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 pretty impressive. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a thing. Yeah. So, I've never seen one up close. That's cool. Like that's now, man, just thinking that that thing you somehow wedge that thing in there. Yeah, so yeah, so there's sport climbing which the, there's already bolts inside the wall. So it's, uh, it makes it easier. Oh, yeah. And, that, this, and holy cow, thank yeah, God for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it makes it like it's it's sport, yeah. But um, traditional climbing is that style of climbing, yeah. Yeah. Man, it's astonishing what some of those rock climbers do. I've seen some of those guys like uh, like basically upside down almost. Yeah, yeah. You can and do, like... like with tiny little fingers going around a corner and exactly oh my exactly. god yeah, it's, a, it's also a lot of technique you can even like just go like around the corner here to like a boulder have you heard uh, uh, what's a boulder like no. uh, it's like climbing bouldering it's called so you climb up to like uh, maybe oh like inside of a facility yeah oh you like know I've climb. done one of those and it's great because they got the straps on you in case you fall they can just right, like hang, hold right. on to so, you so you have the ones with the straps and you have ones with mats underneath oh that's that cool just, like a crash mat you can just yeah, fall into it yeah, that's yeah. cool oh that's yeah right the, here over here yeah right here this okay. is perfect there you go. By the way, um, uh, if you're out and about and you like live music, I'm, I'm in a band called uh, Yachtly Crew. Oh. And so we're playing today, actually, every Sunday and Monday at Disney. Really? Yeah, at Disney, Disneyland? Yeah, at uh, California Adventure, like in front of the, the Mickey Mouse Ferris wheel. So okay. every Sunday and Monday now, we're going to be there uh, uh, until the end of April. I'm going to check it out. And, oh, it's so much fun. Thank hey, you so much. take care, man. That is fascinating about the rock climbing. Thank you. Thank you. You take care. Okay. All right, man. Bye. Doctor, doctor. Oh, 
That's it, ladies. I found the reed. I found the reed for the day. Here's an idea. Someone's probably already said this. Carpool tunnel syndrome. This is for those who do not like, who prefer to not drive in the carpool lanes, on the highways, byways, freeways, and expressways. Carpool tunnel syndrome. Maybe they feel like once they're in that carpool lane, because you, you know what's happening to you, where there's an, there's an entrance coming up and you're going, oh man, you know, should I break the line of this carpool lane or not? Should I do it? Are the cops going to come swooping up on me going, ah, you broke that line. And you go, but officer, I had to go over there. My entrance is over there. Sorry, you can't do that. You got to wait another 10 exits till the carpool lane turns into a bunch of dots and then you can go over. And only then after you've, you know, waited for that and then you've gone across the five lanes of traffic to that exit, then you just turn around and you, you go back to the place that you really wanted to go. So it uh, becomes quite crazy. Anyway, the carpool tunnel syndrome. People afraid of using the carpool lane. Okay, so brand new show. Brand new improv. Uh, improv coming to you through Insprado Projecto Radio. So here, what's so funny about that? Welcome to Inspirado Projecto Podcast Podcast That's what you're listening to now Yeah, that's what you're listening to right now Inspirado Projecto